While the Prime Minister acknowledged public frustration during the summer period because of escalating Omicron cases and rapid test shortages, he said daily tests for employees were only needed in essential sectors like health, aged care and meat processing. As COVID-19 deaths across the country continued to rise amid the Omicron outbreak, Mr Morrison says the variant must be respected but not feared. It hasn't been without challenge, it hasn't been without loss, it hasn't been without frustration and difficulty and the natural anger that I know flows from that. But that's where we are, doing better than almost any other country in the world when it comes to our death rate that relates to Omicron. It's one of the lowest in the world. Across Australia, there have been 67 deaths and almost 80,000 new cases of COVID-19 recorded today. This does not include today's figures from Western Australia and the Northern Territory. Police have charged a man with murder after locating the body of a missing nine-year-old girl. Laura Devoy reports. The girl was on holidays with her family at a property at Mount Wilson in the Blue Mountains west of Sydney when she disappeared last Friday. It prompted a wide-scale search involving more than 100 police, emergency service personnel and volunteers. Deputy Commissioner Karen Webb says human remains were located last night. Police found a uh, barrel uh, near the Colo River um, and that barrel contains uh, human remains um, that are consistent with the missing nine-year-old. A man in his 30s charged with murder has been denied bail to return to court in March. New South Wales Deputy Premier and Police Minister Paul Toole thanked police for their hard work. I know that cases like this take a toll on our police and I want to say to them, we are all grateful and we are all thankful for your efforts and the work that you undertake in investigations like this. New figures show the sharp recovery in employment from last year's Delta strain lockdowns peaked in the early stages of December, even before the Omicron variant outbreak set in. The Bureau of Statistics says payroll jobs fell half a percent in the fortnight to December 18th, following a 0.3% rise in the previous two weeks. ABS Head of Labor Statistics Bjorn Jarvis said the first half of December is usually a seasonal peak for jobs each year, followed by a fall around the summer school holidays. And in sport, Victoria's bid for the 2026 Commonwealth Games appears to have bipartisan support, with the Liberals hopeful it will inspire children to get active. The Victorian Government has been approached by the Commonwealth Games Federation after no other city in more than 50 Commonwealth nations was willing to host the event. CEO of the Committee for Melbourne, Martine Letts, told 3AW this is a great opportunity. It is a very important part of our economy. We are a visitor economy. Uh, we've got some extraordinary facilities, and I don't just mean on the sporting side, uh, but also everything else that Melbourne has to offer. Melbourne last hosted the Games in 2006, while the event was last held in Australia in 2018 on the Gold Coast. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. And now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. So it is sitting at 3 past 2 here on a live 90.5. This is Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Our name is due to change very soon. 
to the business of life. So, anyways, it's, it's it's still a bit cloudy out there. I don't know. It's a bit weird, the weather today, Mario. It started off rainy. <laughs> Look, it just started today. Like, everybody just tried to explain to me. It's El Nino. It's El Nino. I just want a blue sky, white, puffy clouds and... Sunshine. You know, sunshine, so I can walk my six-pack around. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, man, aren't we waiting for that? It's going to be showers today, tops of 24 degrees. It's been, you know, cooler recently. It really did drop. Tomorrow's going to be, you know, slight chance of showers, tops of 25. Same thing for Friday and Saturday's going to, you know, be hopefully just a cloudy day. And now on a live 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. In North Parramatta, Church Street at North Rocks Road, there's been a car breakdown. One of four northbound lanes are closed. Castle Hill, Old Northern Road at McMullen Avenue. There's been two cars crashing. One of two northbound lanes closed. One of four southbound lanes closed. And in North Sydney, the Harbour Tunnel at the exit, there has been a car breakdown. One of two northbound lanes are closed. It's five past two here on the live 90.5. This is your sound, your community. You're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Mario, how are you today? Matt, I truly can't complain by seeing your face, you know, and always come back to that point. Matt, when I say the Matt to all listeners, I always try to articulate and convey one message. Nobody has the right to say he cannot do it. This man comes every week in radio station in his wheelchair and sits in here in the studio, share with me for 120 minutes lives and interviewing truly amazing people. So yeah, I'm blessed, mate. A part of the rain, so it's <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've got to say, equally, I'm blessed to share the studio with you, spend time with you once a week. I learn a lot from you and I'm grateful to yeah, share your time, share your energy. Yes. And not only that, all the great guests we have on the show, honestly, it excites me, it livens me up and today is no... No, no exception. It's nothing, nothing out of the ordinary today. I'm very excited for today. Though our guest is very special. It is. Our guest, ladies and gentlemen, it's true privilege to introduce a friend of mine, but somebody who I consider he can be mentor to all of us. And again, I stipulate at the beginning, nobody cannot say no to the life. Matt rolls in his wheelchair in the studio, but it's about our guest. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go welcome Tony Lontis in the studio with us directly from somewhere in the border between Queensland and New South Wales, uh, if I understand correctly. And uh, Tony, welcome to the studio and thank you for taking time to be with Matt and I in the studio. Hi Matt, hi Mario, what a privilege to be able to talk to you today and yes, that's somewhere between the border of <laughs> Queensland and New South Wales is a little place called Calabudgera Valley, which I have to spell every time I say it. Doesn't matter what, <laughs> what you spell or you pronounce for me, doesn't make a difference for Matt, maybe. <laughs> uh, some people I have to pronounce and spell because it's a beautiful Aboriginal name ah, okay. meaning Long Creek or uh, or similar to that. So, yes, Calabudgera Valley sits on Calabudgera Creek. So, Tony, I'd like to just read a short intro by you and then we're going to let you to speak. So, ladies and gentlemen, with us in studio today, directly we have phone from Calabudgera Creek. <laughs> I just look at the map now, I can't look at you, Tony. Um, Tony Lontis, uh, she's an online broadcaster, international radio and TV host, best-selling co-author, author, speaker and visionary. Tony Lontis 
quietly entered the entrepreneurial world in 2019, post-publication of her memoir, Resilience. Now, this is the, this is the best part. After 35 years of nursing, Tony, Mike, it's yours. Who is a Tony Lontis for our listeners, please? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, yes, I guess it does boil down to the fact that I'm an ex-nurse. I'm kind of grateful I'm not in nursing at the moment, though, Mario. Yes. Oh, it'd be yeah, hectic true, right now, though, hey. Yeah, that would be long hours of a jewel, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> but thank you, Tony. So what, what makes you, Tony, to change your career after 35 years in nursing to become the international TV radio star? Well, guys, um, I guess you could almost call it a middle-aged flip, middle-aged flip-out. Uh, but okay. I <laughs> they call that a midlife crisis? Oh, come on, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Mario. So um, to go back to my origins, um, I was born with um, a left, uh, facial deformity and it had um, lots of impacts on my life and combining that with a dysfunctional family upbringing and uh, some pretty horrible trauma and um, not being very kind to myself saw me mm-hmm. in my 40s um, suffer from a complete mental and physical breakdown and the intervening years between when I was 40 and 50 were spent on a self-discovery, healing, learning journey, which saw me in my 50s finally start to feel uh, somewhat healthy, whole and happy again. And as I started to talk about what I'd been through, people asked, you should you know, write about that, which I did in 2019. And that's what started my journey was I stopped consulting. I, at the time, uh, previous to that, I had a nursing consulting firm and we zapped across Australia prepping uh, day surgeries and small hospitals to meet the national um, safety and quality standards for Australia uh, in an uh, assessment, auditing and um, helping them meet code, I guess you could say. Um, sat down in the July of that year, wrote the book, published it in the January the following year and just actually said, okay, universe, I don't know where this is going to take me, but you're in charge now. I have no idea. And in that year, 2019, I actually made a promise to myself that I would say yes to things that terrified me. And the first Mm. of those was to narrate my book. And the producer kept saying... You need to narrate it. You need to narrate it. And I kept saying, no, 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 not me. Finally, she convinced me. We did that. At the end of that, she said, have you thought about radio and podcasting? I said, no way in hell. (laughs) And a chance conversation with an American media company and Radio Turning was born, and that's the journey. Wow, wow. One thing that stood out to me now... I don't know what what it is, but you mentioned you'd gone through so much trauma, so much stuff going on, yeah. and physically, mentally, and emotionally. Then yeah. to come to a point where you decided you wanted to heal yourself while you were a nurse, healing yeah. and suppose supporting other people. Yeah. How was and, and how was know, that for you? Do you know, Matt? That was actually part of the problem. So oh. I. I had 
uh, probably the tentacles of depression and anxiety uh, in my late teenage years. And um, from there, I went nursing at 17. And at that stage, um, nursing was still done in a hospital setting and we did, uh, versus university where it sits today, we did uh, blocks of uh, clinical training followed by blocks of lectures and um, content. And it was at that time that the, the stigma around mental health was very real to me and my mm. thought pattern at that time was there's no way I'm going to allow a mental health diagnosis to ever be on my health record. That was my naive nursing perspective because I knew what the doctors wrote in the notes of patients who went into ED with anxiety and depression and it wasn't complimentary. And so that was my first experience. And so when in my second year of nursing, a doctor friend of mine got me in for um, an appointment, sat me down and said, Tony, I think you're battling with depression. I'd really like you to try and get some, some uh, counseling and take some medication and see if we can resolve this. I marched out of her office and vowed to never talk to anyone about it ever again. God, that thing was really real for you. Absolutely. Tony, absolutely. Just sorry to interrupt you, but I like to add my two cents. Yes. You know, I have the argument with the with the Matt last episode is the two cents, five cents, two hundred bucks, whatever it is. <laughs> but me as a man and yes. you know, I had some colourful background and, and experience, life experience, but I like to just share with our listeners. What did you share with us now? It's not it's not resilience alone it is the courage the courage to admit no it is and i saw many many men who were very brave before the first ball had been fired and then they disappeared now yeah publicly saying you know i was depressed i had uh, you know some issues you know i have a stigmata you know the society marks you you know like i know what she's talking about because i do remember when i was working in military uh, in counter intelligence i know the people who they try to commit suicide, right? They will be yeah. branded, and never again they get a job. You know, slowly phase them out, and you know they've been the stigmata. But what mm-hmm. I try to say, Tony, thank you very much. Thank you very much oh. for encouraging me personally, and all our listeners, that there is no fear showing the courage as an act of your resilience because you've gone through so much. We'll take a short break. Oh, um, Mario. It, it, it is. And I said, like, I have full right to say this, Tony. And, <laughs> you know, we are not going to talk later. But I said, like, I had yeah. a full right to say this because yeah. my background allows me to judge some things. And I'm saying this publicly. It's difficult, Matt. You agree with me? Absolutely. After 35 years being in a nursing, suddenly yeah. you decide to change your career in your 50s. I mean, for that man, you need to have the you know, cajonas like a Taco Bell, man. Ladies and gentlemen, listen Business Insights with Mario and Matt, our guest Tony Lontis, and we'll take a short break. After the break, we'll come back with more questions and more discussions with Tony Lontis, directly from somewhere in the Queensland city. I forgot the name of the writer. In the morning, early, early in the morning. But who needs sleep when we're loving it up? Oh, and what I gotta do this the hard way. 
in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. McGrath Estate Agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships. To deliver the best possible result, Brett Humby of McGrath Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath Advantage with Brett Humby, head to mcgrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. If you're thinking about joining Australia's growing volunteer community, then get started at govolunteer.com.au. Go Volunteer lists thousands of volunteering opportunities and you can search for positions to suit your interests in your own area. Helping others in their time of need makes volunteering a very rewarding experience. More volunteers are needed by many organisations, so don't think about it any longer. Get started right now and check out govolunteer.com.au. It's a free service from Volunteering Australia. Alive 90.5. Twenty minutes past two here on a live ninety point five. Your sound, your community. You're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt, and we are, we're live with Tony, not in studio, unfortunately. She's 
Don't, don't ask me for the city, but you know, <laughs> Tony, 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 I do apologize. We've, we've tried once, Mario. <laughs> Look, English is my fifth language, and if you ask me to pronounce this, okay, go, uh, Gold Coast. Yeah, we are not the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast is beautiful. To our listeners, we have the privilege having Tony Lontis. She's a, uh, she's a, <laughs> she's a definition for courage, not resilience. Courage. That's the two different things: resilience and courage. Right? Resilience. You can. You can wave, you know, today I'm resilient, tomorrow I'm not, and, you know, life hits you, go back. But courage, it's a, it's an instant, you know I mean? E- either you have the courage or not. Um, mm. She's an international radio and TV host, best-selling co-author, author, speaker, and visionary. And uh, you can find her on her website, tonylontis.com.au. I presume Tony, right? No, just .com. Okay, so tonylontis.com. Mm. T-O-N-I-L-O-N-T-I-S dot com. You see, I spell it. <laughs> so, Matt, Look at his <laughs> you have some questions up. for Tony? <laughs> Absolutely. So, Tony, your book is labeled, well, titled Resilience. But what, is, yeah. but what does it mean to you? It's one thing to be resilient, but I'd love to know what it means in your eyes. So, for me, um, it, it came actually from... The book and I was actually out with a friend of mine and um, before finishing the book and I'd actually said to her I just I can't quite work out what to call the book and um, we talked a little bit more and then she just turned to me she said resilience you're the epitome of resilience all the yes. things that you've been through and gone through and you're still going and still showing up that's resilience and I thought okay yeah, let's go with that. So for me, uh, resilience is is not the absence of uh, trauma. It's not the absence of challenge and hardship, but it's persevering through that with determination and, and hope. And, and that was the idea behind the book, that it would bring hope to people, that they might see in my story something that helps them and gives them an understanding and lets them know that they're not alone. So all of those components sort of feed into resilience, that that hope for the future, that ability to keep on going when things are just really bad. Really bad. That's that's a, that's an incredible incredible answer. But one, th- one thing that stands out to me the most about what you shared, you said resilience isn't the absence of adversity. Because we live in a society Ooh. where it's all about, you know, projecting your best yeah. self, projecting that, you know, this perfect smile. You like, try to say we try yeah. to copy somebody else. Copying someone else or, sh- just, or just show your best side. Don't show that you have any dirt behind well, you. Don't show that you have any luggage. We all do, um, no matter who yeah. you are. And what you shared, Tony, honestly... It, it, it's, it stood out to me. It not only resonated with me, but I believe it's going to sing true for so many listeners listening to this right now. Oh, thank you, Matt. Um, I, I do really believe that uh, as human beings, we have two choices when it comes to challenges. We either walk through and rise above or we get stuck and downtrodden and live in our trauma or our challenge. And living your best life means that you just keep going forward, even when things are tough. And there's a lot of tough stuff out there at the moment, Matt. Mm, Definitely, definitely, given the situation we're all in. And, yeah, I mean, it's just... I'm lost for words. So, Tony, yeah, just question out of curiosity my curiosity because it's let's just say i'm doing some analysis to this show if somebody comes to you regardless male or female unicorn whatever it is mermaid 
he comes to you <laughs> and say, hi, Tony, I think this cannot be done. My dream is to become TV presenter and I don't believe I can do it. What would you answer, Tony, to somebody? Like somebody comes to you with that question, with your experience today. My, my answer would be uh, at the very core of that idea is you need to back yourself and you need to champion yourself. So if your soul is calling you to be a presenter, uh, this, or that, and it's a deep yearning from deep within your soul and yes. heart, then you need to back yourself because no one else is going to get you there. There'll be amazing people that lift you up and support you and help you, but there will be equal numbers of people who go, you can't do that, you're not right for this. <laughs> You can't look in, you can't, uh, you know. I, so some of the things that were said to me early in the piece were, mm. you know, uh, you shouldn't write a memoir. You should just go and write romance. Who do you think you are deciding that you have a voice for radio? Who do you think wow. you are that you should show up on video each week? Uh, you look crazy in those over-the-ear headphones. You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, who do you think you are, a middle-aged woman with uh, uh, looking the way you do, thinking that you can make a difference? So my point is that that stuff will come because that's the nature of humans. But at the end of the day, you've got to believe in yourself and you've got to back yourself and you've got to champion yourself. And um, a little habit that I've started in 22 is in the morning, in the mirror, I high-five myself. And I laughed and thought, oh, my God, this is a ridiculous thing to do. But do you know what? It changes your headspace for the whole day. Look yourself in the mirror, high-five yourself and go, you've got this today. And bang, it changes everything. So it's little things like that. But, yeah, back yourself, guys. Tony, yeah, sorry. Mm. Sorry, Matt, I cut you off, you know, because this is a very interesting conversation. Uh, no, we can't have the Tony here for another seven days. <laughs> so we need to let you go <laughs> at some point in time. Tony. Yes. I admire you for one thing. You know, I met a lot of people in my life personally, and, you know, very few people told me this in different shape or form you explained right now, that one day I should be grateful to the people who told me no. Yes. In the simplest form. Absolutely. And I'm finding myself sometimes in position right now when I'm, I'm a senior citizen, 49, that actually I'm grateful more to people who told me you cannot do it. Yes. And what I'm admiring in you that you stipulated this in, in our conversation, in our interview, because we always love to hear some positive things, but sometimes we need to hear from people around us what they truly believe in us. And I believe that that's actually a reflection of them on your success. And you know what? I'm glad you told these people, you know, okay, thank you very much. I'm going to give high five to myself in the mirror in the morning. You said to yourself, Hi, you give high five. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? You know what I'm doing in the morning? <clears throat> I'm told the mat. Every morning I wake up, I say today's gonna be great day. Then from other yeah. room, my son says to me, "Are you psychic?" Then I walk in my bathroom and say, "Mario, I love you." And I can't tell yeah. you what my son says as well on to on top of this. But that's a different thing. <laughs> so like, you know, I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine I think he's all like he studied medicine and say, "Mario, I love you." He say, "Who are you talking now?" You know, what I mean? like I so said, like. I to myself, he's like, dude, you should get some pills in. I mean, so Tony, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he might prescribe you some. <laughs> yes. So, like, in 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 hindsight, uh, Tony, you challenge it 
no life you challenge it yourself you admiring your mistakes you 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 say this to many of us so when you wrote that book resilience how did you find you know sharing that book okay the one excitement you have oh, finished book gosh. but then comes the moment you say like okay i need to give this book somebody to read yeah and uh, how did you how did you felt when you are uh, you gave the first copy we don't ask who but how did you uh, feel how did you feel tony there's there's so many stories around that book and some of them are quite challenging and i'm not sure if i've shared publicly um about this before but um i my husband actually read the book and, yes. and thought it was really good my editor kept encouraging me and, and saying this is really good i had a few other people read it and they said they were very good that it that that, that it was good that it was tough reading but good and but then i shared it with close family members yes. and there was a terrible terrible reaction oh and that can you explain on that word terrible <sighs> okay if you can of course if you if you yes. if you're willing to share yes. with us yes i uh, that's fine. I, I won't share any names, of course. But of course um, so, in telling my story, I had to tell elements of my childhood, which are mm -hmm. uh, not fabulous, but for which I had had my own healing and my own understanding. And when I wrote the book, I wanted to write from a place of healing, unconditional love, and understanding for my parents, and acknowledge that they did the best job that they knew how to do with the skills that they had. And for me, um, on everyone's feedback was that I had done just that. But when um, certain members of my family read, that's not what they took out of the book. And there has been monumental fallout from those disclosures, uh, only from, from them. And I've had to learn to let that go and relearn to heal and forgive and know and understand that people can only read your words from the place of healing that they have in their own lives. So as I've said before, I've done shit loads yeah. of work yeah. on myself. Yes. Pardon the, the language, but there's there's decades of hard work in there in changing my mindset, healing the way that I think, healing the trauma, understanding, and almost a psychology degree in, degree in getting to that point. <laughs> Other people haven't done that, and that's okay. So people can only read your words from the point of healing that they're in, and for members of my family, they haven't had that same level of healing. So um, I still love them and I still um, respect them um, and acknowledge that, that they are not at that point and that's been hard. That's been this really is, hard. This is inspiring. Matt, do you have a question? Yeah. I know you're burning to ask so many questions. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I mean, a lot yeah. of questions to ask you personally, but yes. in terms of you mentioned you needed to heal yes. firstly. And then you Absolutely. need, and then also heal the judgment yes. of others that you were feeling. That I felt, yeah, yeah. How about so, their judgment? Did that was was that something that would eventually heal? Do you think, or did it? Well, the thing is, Matt, yes. that you can only ever change the way you think or react about situations and life in general. 
Mm. You can't change other people's judgment. You can't change other people's thoughts. The only thing that you have control about is how you react. So either you react with anger and nastiness and return fire, so to speak, or you quietly go away and do the things that you know that you need to do to ensure that your healing continues. And um, I'm going to digress into what some people would commonly call woo-woo, but I had to do some uh, what I like to call sacred ceremony around letting go of relationships, letting go of my expectations of certain relationships and letting go of what I thought the future might look like for those relationships. And that's a grieving process as well. So there's a lot of stuff to unpack in that to get to this point where I can honestly say I love my family unconditionally. I forgive them wholeheartedly. I'm going to keep living my best life and shining a light on trauma and the impacts of trauma, the stigma of depression and anxiety and talking about my life from my perspective. That doesn't mean that they're going to agree with me. That doesn't mean that they're going to like me, but I'm not going to stop my trajectory based on their healing. I can only do what I'm drawn to do and I can only heal from my own life perspective and keep aspiring to live that life and keep talking to amazing human beings like you and Mario. That's a power that's a really really powerful like just display of resilience right there if you ask me. Look, I I I just always believe that there's no there's no there's no coincidence in life, right? And we we Absolutely never know Mario. And we didn't know this. This was not scripted conversation, right? It, that, that is no. not a podcast which we put teleprompters and everything is beautiful, shiny. You know, I mean, we look like a journal and tell everybody's happy. You know, I mean, because we're just sharing the sweetness. But one thing, what I find in my life now, it's that forgiveness, judgment, and forgiveness. Doesn't matter what I learn in my life, but just listen to you, Tony, and inviting all our listeners to visit the website alive905.com.au tonight after 7 p.m. That's going to be an interview with Tony Lontis. But one thing would strike me, it's you say forgiveness. Yes. It's so hard to forgive but oh, to God, yourself. Yeah. That's a number one. And secondly, judgment. Yes. I, I was the first one. I always say this. I'm not ashamed to say I was the guy who begged people to love him in past, to, yeah. to, to be with him. You know what I mean? When I, when I think about my some ex-girlfriends, you know, the, despite they cheated on me, I begged them to stay with me. Can you imagine that? You know what I mean? And... You know, mm. because I didn't want to be judged. I was always feel comfortable next to these people. And I wanted to be yeah. like them. But whatever yeah. you do, they will judge you. So then, why will I please everybody just for the, the days parts of days when I can do things I love and people who love what I do, they're going to like it one way or another. And I'm very grateful, Tony, to you being our guest today. We take a short break. You're listening to Live 90.5 Business Insights with Matt and Mario. And after the break, we talk to Tony and the one that first hour with her. Come on the website at live905.com.au tonight after 7 p.m. There's going to be an interview with Tony Lontis. Peloton at Workers. Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blackdown. Every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers Sports. And every Sunday afternoon at Workers Humitus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au 
for the full music schedule, plus plenty of other activities including raffles, bingo, promotions and fun events. Workers is your club. We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Sponsor. SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borrell, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters, ingrained quality. Alive 90.5.
the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. Learn something new in 2022 with the Parramatta College. Term 1 courses are open for enrolment and include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. The Parramatta College also offer New South Wales government-funded courses. Eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with the Parramatta College. Enrol today. Call 9687-2072. That's 9687-2072. Or visit parramattacollege.edu.au. Station sponsor. It's 18 minutes to three on a live 90.5. You're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt on this... You know, not so lovely Wednesday afternoon, but we're here. We're in the studio. <laughs> doesn't matter. And we're bringing the show to you guys. <laughs> but it is lovely because our guest, Tony Lontis, is directly with us um, over the phone, unfortunately, because of the distance. Tony, first of all, thank you again for the finding time, for being with us in studio. Thank you for sharing your life experience and empowering others. And again, another my two cents, right? <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I hear... If I hear one more time, somebody says to me, alpha male, a male-dominant society, oh males this, God. right? Don't you start. And, you know, I just, if you want to look for the courage, I want you to come tonight on website alive905.com.au on the Business Insights and listen interview Tony Lontis. This is not paid advertising, Matt. You know, <laughs> we don't do this, but this is the something we really enjoy doing. This is genuine advertising. Genuine. And that we have a genuine unsung heroes as a Tony Lontis. And if you want to look for definition, no resilience, but courage, this woman has the courage. So, Tony, before we wind up, please share with our listeners, how do you can help our listeners or the, or the clients of yours? Yes, and I just quickly had that conversation with Matt. This is a business show, and I haven't really shared anything about um, business. And I guess uh, at at the crux of that is that what tipped me into online broadcasting, of course, was the fact that I wanted to reach a bigger audience and tell a lot of stories. And so not only do I do my own interviews, but I... Uh, collaborate and partner with businesses and I tell their story how they got into business we share their wisdom and knowledge and we talk about uh, why they're in business what drives their passion how they help people what programs what courses what they sell etc etc and we do that in in six weeks and eight week series of co-hosted shows where they're not doing it alone they've got me beside them drawing out their wisdom drawing out their knowledge and feeding it to the big global audience that's out there and in australia we're kind of down in the in the bottom of the earth so to speak but that doesn't mean that we can't connect with people across the planet you know the internet and the technology allows us to connect with people across the planet so that's part of my job and my business what i do now is the series of co-host shows with businesses to boom their brand across the planet and 
I share with them some of the things that has helped me get to this point and help them get over their fear and get over themselves and do what they're meant to do. And if they're in a business, they're obviously driven to do something. Just like Mario is passionate about um, intelligence and that's his business and he's passionate about it and it, that's what Thank I do. You, I find out what you're, what you're <laughs> passionate about and tell the world about it. Yes. And you can find out more on TonyLantis.com. And Tony, before really, really end, <laughs> uh, your book, uh, how the listeners can uh, purchase your book? Where can we find it? Where can we find it? That's yeah. a word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, if just... <laughs> you jump onto Amazon, that's the easiest place. Amazon or audio, audio, uh, Audible. Now I'm getting my words tied. Hang on, Mario. Too much. <laughs> in Tony Lantis uh, Resilience and uh, it's a memoir and you'll find it there and you'll be able to grab a copy and read it for yourselves or listen to it if you so desire. Tony I'm speechless. Thank you again for being our guest today. Um, it's uh, 10 minutes to 3pm on a Wednesday 19th of January. With us in studio was Tony Lantis. Tony, thank you once again for being our guest and we're looking forward to seeing a person probably in Sydney or maybe in the next few weeks we can catch you again on the, on the radio with us because so many questions. So thank you very Honestly, much. Thank you very much, Tony. I love the conversation. I look forward to talking further. Matt and Mario, what a privilege. Thank you so much for your time ours. and energy this afternoon. I would love to talk to you anytime again that you um, would like. And take care, guys. Thank Have you a so lovely much, afternoon. Tony. Have a nice day. Thank See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. That was good. Eh? That was good. Alive 90.5. Hexagon Home Loans is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit Licence 504481. Station Sponsor. We all know that paying for a funeral can be a financial burden. However, have you ever thought of paying off a prepaid funeral? With none of the ongoing premiums that is associated with funeral insurance, $1,000 can get you started. Hills Family Funerals, a family owned and operated business of 35 years, can make it easier for you. Call 02-9659-0900, ask for Richard Spiteri or speak to one of the friendly staff members to learn how. Get assistance today. Call Hills Family Funerals, station sponsor. Alive 90.5. It's 12 minutes to 3 on a live Money Point 5. This is Business Insights with Mario and Matt, and you are listening to your sound in your community. Now, we are live in studio with our second guest. Tom's sitting to the left of me, and yes. I can't wait to talk to him. Tom was our guest um, a few months ago, before mm. we experienced all this, again, lockdowns and everything else. But before we deep dive, deep, dig, dive, deep, Tom Hitchcock, who is, yes, related to Alfred Hitchcock, I'd like to say again, thank you, Tony Lontis, for being our guest. Tom, thank you for coming to the studio today. I know you have a, a lot of you on know, plate. And a few months ago, you know, you were our guest and we spoke about Purple Patch, our recruitment and everything else. But a lot of change in, in the time of COVID. And the reason why I called you today, because we had a coffee and you had a couple of initiatives now which going to help other people and the business people. 
So tell us, what's happening in your world, Tom? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me back in the studio. Um, it's been it's nice to come back, and you're quite right. A lot's happened since um, we first spoke to now. Um, a lot of it is to do with my personal life, and it's obviously been quite a shock. The systems are quite it's nice listening to Tony previously on the trauma and how we process it and how we can be the best versions of ourselves, but for ourselves. And it's kind of the same journey that I've had recently. So. Uh, Purple Patch Consulting is its business in, in its own uh, in its own right. However, more recently we've started to set up a few other initiatives to take this much further and get a little bit more um, micro focused on helping different people in different parts of the community. Why? Why did you start new initiatives before you discover what initiatives you take? Why? What was the cause for those initiatives? The cause was the personal situation. So it's a case of just a bit of. Um, self-realization just looking inwards what if if happiness is something that i control myself yes. i need to understand myself so i need to find my own journey um that why goes into my business and, my, and as most business owners will admit to um yes. they're, they're all quite all consuming especially during covid okay oh yeah but i have a question for you <clears throat> before we continue with tom do you believe that we come to the point in life where we need to learn about ourselves more or just continue grinding like a tom he says there's a personal initiative right something have a personal to him to come to realization that he needs to change what do you think i think we all come to a point in our lives where we want to learn more about ourselves i think we all come to a point in our life where we want to ask that question of who am i is there more to this Am I more than just per just this person? I think the the thought of death scares us, and that we all want to be more and contribute. But the thing that's going to make us happy is that we're constantly growing, and to learn more about ourselves, that's going that's that's progress. That's going to cause happiness within us. What would you say, Tom? I couldn't agree with you more. So uh, growth, gr it's all about the journey. Uh, exactly. And, uh, growth is that. So we see it a lot it, in its most superficial sense for the in the recruitment business where people are repeating their same year after year after year and they're not getting any job stretch. They're not getting their growth. So they're not feeling like they're going anywhere and they, get, they stagnate. They, fi they find habits. So they're just doing the same thing. Oh, it's another year again doing those same things. And it's really to pull yourself out of that um, and put yourself in uncomfortable situations, pick up new skills, reevaluate, recalibrate, um, put yourself in situations that are completely new to you, treat your local town as if you're a tourist, you know, and see it with okay. a fresh lens. Um, yeah. Because this, 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 this is my thing. When, when it comes to... Oh, this is my thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mario, this is my show as well. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. No, so... When it comes, when it comes to growth, right? And you 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 briefly mentioned that you know people they go through their day to days, their nine to fives, and they just run the same repetitive life cycle day in day out, mm -hmm. and you know causes pain eventually, and then it causes even more to the point where they say, "Shit, I need to change this. I need to you know maybe be someone else, do something else, contribute in some different way." What I love about what you said is how we need to get uncomfortable is we're causing ourselves to grow, change before that pain point comes. 
Yeah, but people don't love uncomfortable. Of course not. Everybody loves to be comfortable. Oh, we all get to be snuggly between the sheets. Yes, warm, correct. Nice, yes. comfy. Yeah, but that, I'm just saying, like, majority loves, un, you know, uh, a comfortable situation. They will not oh, go yeah. to the part when you face the obstacle, like a Tom, you and I, and somebody else, you know, just, just figure of speech. And Tony. And Tony as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the point what they try to make it is uncomfortable actually builds you. Absolutely. Either, either you're going to dive deep, you know what I mean, or you decide to rise and use your knowledge as a Tom mm. Hitchcock with the David Asset Studio. Yeah, so uh, it's quite interesting that we, that we all acknowledge that we wait for a trauma, okay, for, for to initiate to be the catalyst for change. Did okay. you expect a trauma in your life? Never, right? You never expected trauma. Who expects trauma in their life? But that's what I say to you, like, <laughs> but so what happened? How did you react when it happened trauma, any, any, any type of trauma to your life? How did you, what was your what was your goal? Did you go like Mario? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did. That was our secret, Mario. Okay, no, that's my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Listen, everyone, everyone reacts differently, but ultimately, there and then, if it's something that's it's pretty heavy, then you've got your fight or flight that kicks in, and you react accordingly, and you need to process these these uh, emotions, which um, which is quite interesting because kids are fantastic at this. Which you know, you know, they hurt themselves. They cry. They tell the whole world about it, and then five minutes later, they're perfectly fine kicking a football about. Yeah, you know? I love Whereas that. I love that. Hey. Us adults, we don't. We, we put a, a stoic, stiff upper lip on it, especially being British. I'm very good at that, and we contain it. Also, basically, this energy, this emotion that's come into us, yeah. we haven't processed. It's built up, and we carry it, and it takes a trigger for it all to come out. Um, and it's, it's at those points that you realise that, that happiness is something that's from within. We can control. We are the mm. architects of our future. Yes. Okay. So if I was to start my life again today, for knowing what I know, and I'm starting from the experience that I've gained, whether good, bad, indifferent, um, how, do, what, how do I want it to look? Okay. So I'm, I'm really keen for doing restarts constantly, you know. You I'm not, like not going to wait for New Year. I'm going to do it each week. I'm going to oh, do it each month, you know. We spoke this recently, Matt and I, about <clears throat> New Resolution. But what I like what Tom did say, you're architect of your life. Mm. And in, this is this is what we're forgetting, you know. Like, and if you decide to build your life for next 20 years, right, you know I mean? I wake up every day, 6 o'clock in the morning and... You know, go to work and complain and bitch and moaning about everything and anything. You design your life. Oh, it's your choice. And you know, the fact it is what Tom says that sometimes we need a trauma in life to make us feel alive and realize what we want from our life and how we want from that life. Sometimes it doesn't need to be trauma. Trauma is very extreme. It could just be a little bit of adversity. Yeah, but you know what the trauma is? Like, you know, <laughs> you know, trauma for somebody can be oh. from for bicycle, man. No, honestly, you know how many people I saw, they fall from bicycle and I was now in Dubai and, the, you know, there was a one couple and he hit, you know, just, you know, the power couple type, you know what I mean? Like all, all sexy, good looking, and everything else. And the guy was just buzzing around, like I'm just having coffee and smoke, you know what I mean? Like me, healthy lifestyle. <laughs> and he, he just hit the fence and f he fell from the bike. And I was just literally, I was thinking somebody amputated his legs in, in simultaneously, right? He just had a scratch and a little bit of blood. He was crying like I was like, <laughs> God, man, like just uh, <laughs> please don't protect me. So that was trauma for him. But sometimes we need a more punches in the face to feel the trauma. It's interesting you say this because tra trauma is definitely uh, can be contextualised. You know, um, the trauma we realise when we've just left the house without our phone and we're halfway down the motorway, 
Um, that, that's, that's Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How am I going to function today without my mobile? You know, mm. but it's the same with again going back to the the child analogy. You know, when when you take a toy from or you ask them to share a toy with their friend and they kick off, that's the equivalent of us having a Ferrari parked in our driveway and our neighbour asking if they could take it for a quick run around the block. <laughs> that's it's a like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's the truth. You know, so we can contextualise this all the time. But the point being, as soon as we realise and identify whatever the cause is, whatever the trigger is, we can create our own triggers. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to put myself in that situation where I'm not going to wait for COVID to come and uh, or I'm going to wait for this to happen in my personal life or or I'm going to fall off my bike. I'm I'm going to I'm going to create these scenarios where yes. I can learn, I can grow and I'm going to manufacture my future. He, he, wow. <laughs> you know what it is? I just again come back to observation what Tom says. Trauma is necessary. You know what I mean? Yes. But you don't need to wait for trauma to happen till you feel awake. Do you know what you want from your life or what direction to go, what to do in, in life? Sometimes you could put yourself in position of the trauma, some type of the triggers, as Tom says. But before we head for the break, I'd like to say thank you, Tom Hitchcock, for coming today. In next part, what you don't know, what I admire by Tom, Tom, he decided to fight in the boxing ring. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, that, like, I'm huge. just, I'm just hoping I'm not an influence because the people punching your face, so, like he's good with the trauma, that's for sure. <laughs> but one thing, <laughs> Tom, <laughs> <in> the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping when I'm mad, but because that will be, I don't know if I fight with Tommy Ring, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like you know, that will be, you know, obviously till the first punch doesn't land on my face, you know, we don't be fucking enemy. <laughs> but the, the point we try to make, he says to me before he comes in studio, he said this is such a beautiful like uh, English weather. Don't go in England, Matt. Yeah, God no. Would <laughs> ask yourself why is everything green, grey and orange, grey sky, orange buildings, green grass. It's always <laughs> raining. It's cold. <laughs> it doesn't look. Tom, do you disagree with me? Uh, I would actually say the orange would be the fake tan. To be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, listen to the sexy voice of the line ninety point five. Matthew Carano, Mario Beckerson, guest in the studio. Tom Hitchcock with us from Purple Patch, who is going to talk to us about more initiatives he took and his running. And our second guest, Daniel. Uh, sorry, Darren, Darren Caps Davis. Uh, Darren Caps Davis. It's coming to us in studio as well. Come back after break. Today's bulletin brought to you by Your Sound, Your Community, Alive 90.5. National Radio News. Good afternoon, I'm Brady Evans. One of Australia's top mental health services is reporting a surge in calls from Australians struggling with mental illness amid the grips of the Omicron strain. Lifeline Australia says it reached its peak in September last year, receiving